It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 419. What's happening, guys? Fat Fridays. I'm excited because we got 3D Deal to organise it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that we left it the last minute, Deal. We we like mm-hmm. and we understand that you're a co- uh, capable young man. I try my best. Task focused. <laughs> but also... Uh, we weren't that organised. Yeah, we left the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Today, um, we, we sent you on a little wild goose chase. Yes, you did. And what do you got for us? I'm just really hungry, to be honest. Well, this is the, I, um, I was telling you before, I've overdone the coffee, which I know you don't want to hear. <laughs> oh, broken record. I mean, we, we're doing it a lot around here. We're just, we're overdoing the coffee. Did you, do you ever feel like you could say something? Um, about... Me overdoing the coffee? No, well, me over. You saw me having the coffee. I'm not yeah, blaming to, yeah, you. Yeah, no. To be honest, to be honest, we had two strong lattes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, at AU79, and then I had a big mug. <laughs> Isn't it funny what you the the sort of thinking happens so fast, right? Mm. So you walked upstairs with your big coffee mug, and I looked over and I couldn't see inside of it, but I had just full thing. I was like, has he got her more coffee? Because I was like, I'm at my limit. I feel a bit anxious, and this guy is just. Fucking charged up the staircase <laughs> at a fast pace with a full cup of something. I thought he must be getting water. Well, <laughs> That's yeah, exactly I, what sh- I, I should have. I should have just. The thing is, it's you just know what out I, of did? I made myself feel better by thinking that you were getting water. <laughs> no, there was a full. There was a full mug. It's, oh. I mean, it actually reminded. Like, I was actually having a response to it where I was just like a bit out of body. Yeah. It reminded me earlier in the week we had someone fucking OD. Is oh. it count as OD if they don't die? They yeah. overdosed. Yeah, I, mm. I don't know if it's the same as drowning. You know, if you've if dra- you're drowned if, or you're electrocuted, you've, you're dead. Yeah. It's well, we have Dan Smith, a, a journo. Dan, uh, you're yes. sitting in on the show. Is do you know if that if you OD, does it mean that you die? I, I don't believe so. Because uh-huh. you overdose, that's just that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I think you can die from an overdose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I think that's the technical okay. technical term. Well, so we Back had like literally we had someone screaming. Oh, it was a spooky moment. Have you guys been thinking about it a lot? No, nah, only only when I got home, I went and I spoke to like mum and they asked how my day was and I was just great until <laughs> just cried and then hands. it was just depressing. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but other, other than that, I haven't I haven't thought about it. You haven't? No. Nah. 3D deal? I've thought about it, but I've been in situations similar, like I've seen that before to the point that it doesn't affect me anymore. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. So the, 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 first, the first time I saw something like that, I was... The first time I saw someone on heroin and back home in Toronto, I was like, yeah. "That's mm. it!" Freaked me right out. The first puppy you kill, yeah. <laughs> you feel it. The second, not, yeah, not I don't know if I, want, I, I was thinking about it. I don't know necessarily if I want to get used to it. No, um, but I don't think there's anything to get used to. I think it's a, yeah. a human response to feel mm. something and yeah. feel emotional about mm-hmm. it. So um, there's a, there's a woman laying on the ground, mm. unresponsive, and her partner mm. uh, screaming on the top of his lungs. While he's screaming, he's also injecting himself well, with he, heroin. He ran off from his wife who was on the ground dying, having an overdose, and hid in this little corridor and started injecting himself, which is just yeah. – that is a snapshot of addiction and how mm. it's so fucking gripping mm. on an individual because yeah. your wife's dying and mm. you're still thinking that that's the best option but the, you in uh, that moment. But he – because I was – Curious about this, whether they would have been weird about emergency services coming, but he was literally saying to the mm. Thai uh, supermarket, yeah. he's like, 
if a fucking ambulance doesn't come here now, I'm mm. fucking coming to get you. Yeah, like it was so, full I mean, on. He's just being erratic. I don't know if there's much truth. He's just flipping out. I, I don't know whether there's truth. I know. There might not be fucking yeah. truth to any of it, yeah. but it, it's literally what we're saying. I mean, right? What was interesting is everyone was like not taking him serious about that shit. They're just like, it's happening. We're on the phone. One of them handed the phone. It's. I mean, the thing is, Dill, I know you say it doesn't make, you know, you don't think much about it. it there is a hardness that happens when you are in those environments where yeah. you're just taking it on. I mean, what we were thinking is the Ambos mm. and how they handle the situation. It is it's so fucking amazing mm. what they can do. Well, they rock up the presence, the 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 focus of the moment. It's yeah. like you know, John, just take the shut. You know, getting his name and just take the sharp out of your arm. He's mm. he's screaming as he's got a needle out of his hanging out of his arm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was she was the craziness of it is uh, she's dying, woman, going blue. Yeah, and then. She they they inject her with something I think yeah they did a bunch of stuff and, and yeah they did inject her. It, it like literally counteracts the yeah. effects of the heroin and N- she's nalazone is it yeah. nalazone's the drug and so she sits up and then the out the craziness of it she hugs uh, one of the paramedics the fireys are there there's mm. um uh, you know the firefighters are Squad. trained in the um first response so they they were there I've got the resuscitation machines yeah. and everything so she she hugs the paramedic. And fist bumps all of the fireys and said, yeah. thanks so much. She's like, what did she say? She said, if, if you see me ever on the street, make sure you give me a big thumbs up. Yeah. This is the the lady who was, I don't know how far off dying. Yeah. I mean, if, if there was no one around to come and try and resuscitate her, I mean, they didn't even resuscitate. They just, I guess, I don't know the technical term, but they didn't have to give her a shock to the heart. She had a pulse. She had a pulse. And yeah, that's why they got there. It was amazing. Really he got there and he just like checked her pulse, pumped her chest, like just pushed her sternum and then he just left it for a moment because he's like she's alive mm. yeah and that's when they'll calm and down old mate so yeah. now that i think about it, it's got nothing to do with my coffee but the coffee got us to that story <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. Quickly. no but i was literally like oh yeah. like the effects of a substance yeah. i was like fucking a little bit jittery yeah. i'm like oh like you can mm. see how something like heroin mm. ruins but lives. i mean things that so it's like that. I've thought about it quite a few times. Moment where I'm meditating, it just was I couldn't get it out of my head for a moment, and then I got it out. But it's, I mean, this is how things are. Like, how does it affect you? You don't have to be sad and moping around. It could just be the thought keeps coming into your head. Are you saying, Dill, you don't, it hasn't entered your mind? No, that's interesting. Like. I don't know whether it's I've learned to just shut that kind of stuff out. Like the area that I live in for school isn't a great area. Mm. Like there's drugs and there's gangs and there's mm-hmm. violence. And I've I've like I've seen that before. And the first time I saw it, it scared me. But I feel like it's the same with anything. The more you see it, it just becomes like it becomes yeah. normal almost. I, mean, I couldn't believe the paramedics though. Can't, you can't work in a hospital if mm. your everyday response was to be... Yeah. I would not be good. No, I mean, no. I just, I just <laughs> do this with my hands. There's not yeah. much you can do. Yucky yeah. sponge, so, yucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's been a whirlwind this week. Um, Jeff Jowett, he brought yeah. his bloody yay game yesterday, yeah. didn't he? And he also spent a good hour with us afterwards. Mate, just get the boys talk. fired up. He was literally, he was, this was giving me a little bit of anxiety because he was, he said, get a pen and paper oh. and write these things down. Yeah. I started writing with the pen only to realise I'd run out of ink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> silly saying, fountain pen. And, yeah, and he kept saying, write this down, Josh, write this down. Yeah. And I just couldn't bring it, bring myself to say I've run out of ink. <laughs> and so you'll see an index card with 
indented text, yeah. but there's actually no ink. You gave it your best shot. I it's mean, amazing that it got anything, any ink on the actual page. What I love about someone like Jeff is he he is questioning your thinking. Mm-hmm. He's challenging it. And so, you know, he called us out on a few things in a loving way. Yeah. But it takes someone and, – and there's a lot of things that just sting. It's like – You've got some crumbs on you. Oh, thanks, mate. Uh, it's like if you had a dent in your car and you know you need to get it fixed and someone kept on – everyone Pointing points out. out your dent. But we, we know about the dent. We know about the dent and we, we're planning on fixing the dent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the uh, – so, yeah, there's definitely a lot of lessons there. I want to mm. talk at some point today about monetization. Okay. But I'm also hungry as fuck. Oh, yeah, and, and it's my, Fat Friday, so uh, let's so not Dale, be rude. What, what have you, uh, you organised oh, for Fat Friday? I reckon you should just – Okay. Take a look at that first. Really? Okay. And then I'll it says Uber Eats again. Got. I'm guessing that you didn't get a fucking. You actually went no, and saved went just into the, five the restaurant dollars. had a yeah. good solid half an hour conversation with the lady behind the counter. Absolutely really? lovely. Our Airbnb, uh, sorry, Airbnb, Uber, Uber Eats. Eats. <laughs> Are they giving out just copious amounts of paper bags? Yeah. With yeah. the 30% that they take oh, from restaurants. Geez, that's heavy. You'd, you'd yeah, so. yeah, yeah. be careful oh, with that. There's a lot. Oh, there's lots of. I hope there's some for Dan as well as a guest. Him laughing. So sorry. Oh, jeez, what's that? Okay, so that is a platano macho, which is a fried Mexican plantain, berry garnish, and condensed milk. Plantain is banana. Oh, that's like a. It's a traditional Mexican dessert. Okay, no, no. Can I smell it? Yes, baby can smell it. But baby, a plantain's basically a banana. Okay, I got this big one. These are burrito. Yeah, these look like a burrito. Feels very dense. Very warm. It's. They should be warm. They're fresh. Very warm. Uh, is another one. So this what is this the my fa- new favorite Mexican this place? This is your new favorite Mexican oh, place. Oh, amazing! The Happy so, Mexican. So this food is all from Kelly from the Happy Mexican. Kelly's the manager. Oh, great! The Happy Mexican. The swag you would have brought to that joint. <laughs> Did you tell him where we're, you're from? Oh, she knew. She knew. She knew. Really? That's and I've never thing. even see. This is how awkward I am <laughs> at restaurants. I was following them from the Daily Talk Show, yep. and they was very nice to me, and they follow us back. And they're like, oh, how are you? And all, like, there's so many ins for me to be like, yeah, but yeah, I'm the guy that follows you and I'm from the podcast. I, I get it. You can't assume people know who you are. Yeah. It's a bit. But Dill does. <laughs> <laughs> so what did, what did they say, Dill? Um, Kelly was like, you, you guys are from the, the, the Daily Show. I said, yeah, the, the Daily Talk Show. And she said, oh, yeah, because she knew us from the Snap printing place just down the road. What do you mean? Well, we had we had gotten product through Snap Printing. Yeah, but why yeah. has she got but access yeah. to their customer Man, database? Her, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask hey, they're sharing database. Yeah, yeah, they're sharing data. Is there some form of WikiLeaks? It's amazing. He didn't have on. to even give over his credit card. They had it already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, local <laughs> business supporting local business. Exactly. This is fucking awesome. Thanks, Kelly. So what we've got is two. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this stuff because I have a terrible Spanish accent. Um, but oh. we've got chili oh. con carne nachos oh. with cheese, um, sour cream, guac. Guac. There's <laughs> also <laughs> well, that's guac. What it, that's what's got you. Yeah. The guac. Uh, we've got two polo burritos, which is a slow cooked chicken breast bathed in chili. Oh. I believe it's pronounced Wha- pollo. Pollo. I believe. All right, oh. Josh. That could be wrong. Polo. Hosh. Isn't it polo? Chicken, like a polo, like when there's an Italian dish. It's a know. polo. You it's know, like chicken. Paella. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> the double L I think is you. Yeah, they always get me there. Anyways, there's also two Chilorio burritos, which is pork fried and spicy chilies. Oh, oh great. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Dill, thank you. And You're Kelly. Welcome. Yes. Amazing. Thanks. Thank Kelly. This is very good. All right. 
uh, Dan, would you like some nachos? I feel like Dan can smash some nachos mm, on the couch. I had Mexican last night, so um, where you, you go? go? Where'd you go? Still recovering. Um, last night being Thursday night, I went to mm-hmm. a Mexican place, um, a Gringo Gringo Vibes mm-hmm. in Thornbury slash Northwood. <laughs> it's called Gringo Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> or it's called Gringo Vibes. Just thinking you said. Got gringo vibes. <laughs> got gringo vibes. Yeah. What is gringo? Like, ah, oh, gringo. It's like an American. It's white. I'm pretty sure it's like white guys. Yeah, so it'd like be that. like oh, yeah. the, uh, Americans that go down to Mexico, they get called gringos. Did you ever see the movie Get the Gringo? Get the Gringo. An American. Yeah. American. It's an American? Yeah. Okay, so we can't be gringos. No. Oh, fuck, what are we? We're grunks. We're grunks. I really like the sound of the pork one. So I don't know. I'll have whatever. I don't know how we get there. What's that? What does that say, do you think? Uh, chat starts with a CH. Chicken. If it's a CH, it's the pork. I'm having chilies. pork tonight anyway. So okay, I'll have chicken. Have, okay, there you go. Um, oh, there's two others. Uh, but Matt, Matt Diavella, uh, our mate who uh, is uh, fucking smashing it on YouTube, he yeah. did a video uh, during the week that was um, caffeine, getting off caffeine. Well, he's doing his 30 day challenges. Mm. Uh, so. Stopping coffee for 30 days. That's a big, like, oh. we drink a lot. I've never seen a young man drink as much coffee as Dill. Maybe that's where he gets his confidence <laughs> from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got time to remember anything when you're fucking <laughs> but he does. coffee. He, he drinks a lot of coffee. And so Matt's quit the coffee. And he only did it for a month. Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, is a fair crack. Like, his mate who was in the video did it for, uh, had been drinking coffee for. 20 years straight. Yeah. Had and a coffee roasting business. I mean, that when you, it's um, when Mason and I went to um, a, a beanery. Uh, um, Is that Alliance, what it's called? Um, Bean Alliance. Bean Alliance, yeah, yeah. They do the roasting for a bunch of companies. The Muffin Break, I think, is one of their clients where they roast at scale. It's kind mm. of like a Dunkin' Donut. Or, you know, it's like yeah. of a scale. Do we of have Dunkin' hundreds. Donut in Australia? Now? I think there is. Is there not Dunkin' Donut in Australia? I mean, I mean if there's done. a guy that knows, it should be I you. don't think we do. I don't think you guys do. Nah, it's Donut King. Yeah. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Anyway, in that, um, I was we were filming the owner, Ange, mm-hmm. and I said to him, how many coffees are you having a day? He's like, oh, six. It's like, and these are espresso. You know, so yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot it's of caffeine. But I, I think he's legit just built up a, a tolerance. tolerance, tolerance. Yeah. But you feel kind of drained, don't you? Oh, I, like it's only midday. I'm done. No, I literally like. Um, I wrote down non-negotiables. What success look like for today? Yeah, I literally wrote like work three more hours. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that from who? Where did that crunch come Deal. from? It wasn't from Deal. I was going to say, wow, the, the crunchiness Crunchy of the burrito, burrito is full on. Uh, I mean, and so what are you going to do? Are you saying no? No, I'm going to. I'm, I'm actually fine because the food is going. I feel like a baby's got an empty tum tum, and so yeah. all the coffees sort of. Really, uh, yeah. Have you eaten at all today? Anything no, substantial? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. And how many coffees have you had? You've had. The- I had two strong and uh, the big drip coffee. Yeah, that'll do it. So yeah, mm. like I actually, I don't know what I've got. Tingles in my hands. I don't know what that's. If from. you're gonna OD Stroke. on coffee, eat a lot of food and then drink a lot yeah, of coffee. It feels like that's the answer. But 97 was actually walked past me and he pointed to me and said, "This is why I don't want to drink coffee." And pointed at you. Pointed at me. <laughs> That's funny. Why? <laughs> well, what? I don't want an addiction like you do. I don't know if it's an addiction. No, it's an addiction. Addiction. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, addiction. I just didn't think about it. No, it's actually just mindless. Is it? No, it's an that's, addiction. That's what happens when mindless. You don't even think about it. You just I go straight to it for it. As a habit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
personally. It's a bad negative habit. It's a negative bad habits. Habit. Yeah. Uh, there's also the anxiety that comes from it. That I mean, Mason's not. I don't feel like I. I feel like you. You. Uh, you. I'm trying to say this politely. <laughs> don't. Let's just go for it. You outwardly show your anxiety. Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about no seven. No, no, no. But like for someone, he's either, he's a closed book. Yeah. No, definitely. No, I'm pretty obvious. And but it's it, easier. It's a bit of a way. tick when it's um when the coffee comes. It's like mm. a, I think it's like uh, any of these things. And I know. So what do you think more... comes first? That you think that I'm anxious, so I drink more coffee, or do oh, you think I, I have coffee and then get anxious? No, I think you just like coffee and you drink it. And then you only started drinking coffee like four years ago. Mm. Were I've you gone, anxious before? Or you oh, yeah. You? But I would just have hot chocolates. <laughs> but but anyway, anxiety was still there. Mm. But could you imagine yeah. 97, like talking anxiety and coffee? Mm. Imagine if 97 had coffee and then had to read out an email. <laughs> <laughs> About that, guys. I think we, we have a professional in the building. Yeah. Dan, news read up. You know, you can't stuff your words up. I'm sure you have in the past. It's only human. Absolutely. What's the biggest fuck up that you've done on air? It's names. It's usually, it'd be, it'd be names. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, Australian Open time. Ooh, mm -hmm. Really difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's Daniel your favourite? Medvedev is my favourite. Medvedev. 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 Russian, I believe. And so how it's pronounced is not how it's written sometimes. Do you write it phonetically? Or yep. what do you, yeah. Yep. Phonetically is the way to go. Yep. Sometimes I really fake it up. Like you really need to like... As simple as possible mm -hmm. is is the key. So and we had Mister Ninety Seven reading out an email the other day, and I, <laughs> I had flashbacks of grade two. <laughs> you know, it's like you it's you've actually got a speaker. It's almost like Siri reading something back to you. Yeah. No, no personality, nah. just words coming out, and it sounds like he's recorded each word separately <laughs> and then just stitched it together. <laughs> this now, Bing. Hey, I am. So, what is the what's the secret to not sounding like a robot? Well, you got to, I mean, I guess it's, well, it's how it's written. So you got to mm -hmm. write it out. You got to, you've, when you're writing scripts for news, you're, yeah. you're writing and reading at the same time. So you write a sentence, read it. If it doesn't sound good when you read it, rewrite it again. Mm. So a lot of times, and in radio, there'll be a lot of things that come from other people that you need to read in terms of like our cues and yeah. promo the next show or whatever. They, they will be written by people who don't write to read for a living. Sure. So they how they write it, and you'll read it and be like, "Whoa, this makes no sense." I can like, there's three different sentences here that don't connect at all, mm. and so then you go back to them and go, "I'm going to rewrite this because it doesn't sound doesn't sound right." Yeah, it looks right. I think uh, we we can't actually give him that excuse because what was written was something by a Walkley Award winning radio journalist. Okay, yeah, it was it was actually yeah. correct, like all the grammar and uh, for Ben, I don't I think the Ben Hodson one, uh, sorry, not Ben Hodson, no. Ben Fordham thing was okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you're talking about that one. It was I more. I think uh, Jody's uh, Jody was the one that he really fucked you up. Yeah, email. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's the one that I thought we were talking about. Too. Yeah, but he still. I sound, thought Ben Fordham's was actually all right. He still yeah. sounded like a Tamagotchi <laughs> reading about. <laughs> I had to make sure I had, I got it right. So and yeah. so, what is it when you're doing a radio news piece? Is it like a teleprompter? Is it moving yep. automatically for you? Yeah. Oh, you move it. Okay. You control it. Mm -hmm. Um. But I guess, yeah, the only times you get caught up is if you've put in a script that someone else has written, you haven't had time to, you know, before you bullet and you haven't had time to read it before you go to air. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that'll trick you up because it's not because it's not written how in your style. Mm. In so, Australia, Qantas, one of the airlines, I mean, it's an international airline, but it's an Australian founded <laughs> it, yeah. airline. Speaking to our um, international audience. <laughs> I think Dan, they know who Qantas is. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Did you know what it, it was stands Rain for? Man. Yeah, Rain Man brought it to light in um, that, you know, 
In the movie Rain Man. That hit movie Rain Man. Um, <laughs> but the point being, yeah, it's Queensland and Northern Territory Air Service, if you wondered. Uh, I'm an Australian who only worked out that last year with you guys too. Um, some people have slipped up and said Cuntus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, Good. Is, there a, is there specific words that you just trip over, you find you're just like, oh, no, I can't get any of that? Uh, no, luckily, touch wood, I haven't had a, haven't had a Cuntus moment. <laughs> uh, but no, I think it's, it's usually, it'll be, it'll be certain words that I, that I just in life have a hard time saying, like jewellery. Mm-hmm. Jewelry will always trip me up. So if there's a, okay. a if there's a robbery at a jewelry store, oh I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I'll just say I don't know. You try, you just find another word for jewelry. What do you say? Like say a the shop that name. sells Bling, rings, chains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to. You know. Ring dispenser. Ring dis- Yeah. <laughs> do you I get nervous? That's you- a euphemism, though. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> do you get nervous uh, when you go live? It can be a bit nerve wracking. And um, what is all news for the most part? Like, are you doing most track? Of it, most of it's yeah. live. Mm-hmm. If you're doing other markets, you'll do you'll do recorded. Yeah. Um, or if you're technically doing two bulletins on the on at the same time mm-hmm. that are going live, you'll need to do one pre-recorded, one live. Um, it only gets nerve-wracking if yeah if things are going wrong within that live three minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you've there's meant to be a audio that's you know you meant to throw to an audio that doesn't play, and you mm-hmm. just have to sort of mm-hmm. fly you know fly by the city pants. So. <laughs> um, I, I've always pulled up people for saying schnitzel. It's not a schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yeah, it, I mean, it's schnitzel. Mm. That's one word that people really, really struggle with. Really? Any, that's, the, that's the one you're focusing that's on. That's like the easiest word ever. Yeah, I've just, it's <laughs> my calling, you know. I'm a. Um, <laughs> you, you care about that thing. I don't know. Yeah. I reckon. Um, I mean, you care about uh, any mispronunciation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I probably fuck up things a lot. I think um, Mr. Mm. Uh, 97 says everything. Oh, everything. everything. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I, say, I think I say something as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Where's that come from? No idea. No Is idea. It, I've, had, I've had it for, I, I copped shit for it in primary uh, it's in amazing. high school as well. So. You can get an enter score <laughs> of 97. <laughs> yeah. You can get an enter score of 97 and still say everything. Yeah. And I think I say, I say Pacific a little bit as well. Really? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Instead never of Pacific. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's really up Dyslexia <laughs> and colorblind. What about unemployable? <laughs> I mean, uh, people getting names wrong. I've I've actually experienced it firsthand where someone has called Bodhi the wrong name. Oh, it happens. My son Dan is Bodhi, B O D H I, like Bod High. I'd rather than say Bod High. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at it though because that's how it's spelt. And you, everyone so calls bit, him Brody. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just the yeah. go-to. I mean, you, they're registering Bodhi in in a split second and just adding the R in. Brody, how's Brody? And then you and then I've I've had because it's always a rapport builder. The reason they're asking is they want to build rapport, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. the worst thing you can do is punch him in the guts and say it's Bodie, you I fucking idiot. I don't <laughs> pick it up. I don't pick him up. The the funny one is when they they've said Brody a bunch of times, and then they call him Bodie <laughs> on the third time, like the third interaction. There is someone. Oh, so they've actually learnt. Well, they've probably realised mm. and made the connection of. Fuck, I was saying Bodie. Brody. Brody. Now it's Bodie. Brody, Bodie. Either way. Yeah, it's it's um, something that uh, I think it's better that you don't mention. Mm. Just let it go. Uh, Dan, the other day we were talking to 3D Dill. He leaves uh, for Canada go, to go home at the end of the month. And uh, we're not... Mu- Are you right there, Dill? 
I'm good. What just I'm, happened? I'm just you, eating my burrito. Deep throat the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's um, ring dispenser. He just slams it down hard. Just yeah. chew, bro. I, I'm fine with chew. <laughs> that was way too big, wasn't it? Was that the problem? That was you, way too big. Look no, him. I just took a bite. It was fine. I didn't want him to fall in the He trip. wasn't expecting to have to give a monologue just no. after a bite, yeah. yeah. to be honest. But you threw it. I wasn't was, expecting nah, to give a well, full speech. Well, I was actually looking at Dan and then I saw Dill's met like he looked like he was choking. So I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate um, that. But uh, Dill had it on his bucket list to go to a footy game. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you've got a podcast that's dedicated to footy chat. Correct. Is it, what is it called? Your Call. Your Call. Yep. Now, you obviously know a bit about footy. We're thinking about going to Swans Melbourne. v Melbourne next Swans Saturday, Melbourne. next Friday night. Next Friday night, yeah. yeah. At okay, so you've had, you've never been to a footy game before, correct? Right, and that one I believe is at Marvel. No, no that's at MCG. 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 Really? Yeah. We want to we well, get tick. it. That's I think um, this weekend is. Uh, Marvel. Yeah, there's one at Marvel yeah. Stadium this yeah, weekend. Yeah. yeah, but we want to get to the G because yeah, it's the yeah. you know yeah. The yeah. That's my that's my rule. If you go, if it's the first game you're going to, make it the MCG. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean. My thing is I always, if I'm taking people who have never been to a game before, mm-hmm. it has to be the MCG and I feel like it, it has to be plus like 70,000 people expected. Yeah. Uh, that one won't be the case. That yeah. one. Because it's Sydney. Um, and then they're not in the finals race anymore. So yeah. and people oh, who would have come Melbourne's from Sydney just kind of shit, won't so. anymore. Yeah, would we get a good deal on the ticket no, price? There's no, they're all the there's same, no deal. same price. That's annoying. Um, all, all the Melbourne supporters will be at Mount Buller as well. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put your feelers out though from yeah. this Avenue to see if there's anyone with um, you know sneaky box pass or see, some this, sneaky member sticks well, because this, this, because given that there won't be a lot of people there, there'll be people who usually have members passes go ah I'll give this one a miss yeah you never know yeah so mm. it's what I said I mean Tommy's saying this but can you believe he had an uh, MCC membership that he gave up it's mm. pretty extraordinary I know that you always cry poor and say no I couldn't afford it and then that makes me feel bad. Yeah, I couldn't afford it. Not all, not all of us are spending so frivolously on <laughs> subscriptions. Have you got an MCC no, membership? And that that hurts a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Mate, feel like it is one of those things. Like it was a seventeen-year waiting list. Yeah, yeah. Like it, your parents need to put you down when you're born, mm. if you're any chance. A mate of mine is, and so I usually just tack on with him. You can buy a guest pass, okay. like thirty bucks, mm. and oh, you get to go into to the MCC right. area. Maybe I can even ask my brother to come with us on the Friday night because he's got MCC and oh, my, both my brothers. And then we can get cheaper tickets okay, great. through them and we get into the MCC area, which is just same vibe out in the stands, but just a bit nicer. Would we still bring our own food? Because I'm thinking about getting a thermos and putting hot dogs. <laughs> because you're a 90-year-old grandma. Yeah. yeah. No, well, just I think it's the whole experience, bring some sauce. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I never, I don't ever take food or drink into it, so I'm not sure what the latest rules are on that because I remember mm. a few years ago there was a bit of a crackdown on that. They want, mm. they want you to buy food there. Obviously, of they want you to spend as much money as possible. My only, con- my only concern for you guys, I'm not sure if this is a factor, but the MCC, mm. you actually can't take drinks into the – out on the seat into the uh, seat. Uh, alcoholic beverages. Alcohol, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. You can take, I'm sure you can take a sprite or a coke, but yeah, um, yeah. If you want to drink, you have to go to the bar. Which, mm. when you think about it, you might as well just be at yeah. the bar down the road. We'll just oh, go to the bar. The Same amount thing. of times I've been got wasted and just watched the footy from the bar yeah. at the MCG because you, you're sort of hearing the eruption. You go to take a piss and you look down. There's just the ground. It's all happening. It's a weird thing, but that's <laughs> alcohol. That's when you you're just into it. Mm. You just want to fucking. Well, I've retired from the alcohol thing. Because I didn't drink, I didn't drink for the most part of my life, and then I just started in the last like few months yeah. started having red wine. Yeah, and then fucking Jeff Jowett said, if you drink every night, you probably got a problem. Mm. And I did have like a um, 
I, th- I thought it was normal to have like a glass of red wine in the evening. For who? For me. But normal, you, you stated. I don't know. I just, I just thought that's like the cutoff. If you have one, I think I read somewhere too that it's like good for your health. Oh, but you could read every, if you look for that. I mean, yeah, Which I do. Yeah, you're looking for the... One burrito a week makes you <laughs> 10% <laughs> happier. I'm sure there's probably some study using 10 people. Yeah. But anyway, so I decided like I don't actually, with all my flaws, I just don't need the alcohol. Well, thing. I think it is. I mean, it's why I stopped because I was having it every other day, but not even like maybe there was a week off, but then I, I would have in those moments and Jeff said when people are saying, oh, I need a drink. Oh, that's like that, that's when you're... It's a you're masking something. Mm-hmm. You're it's a band aid for a feeling. But then I found that when I put the band aid on, had had the drink, it actually makes me I, I'm I get shittier easier. Mm. I can't control my emotions as well as I can being sober. So there's a bunch of benefits, yeah. right? I wonder, like, are there certain alcoholic beverages that you just don't have at the footy? Like, is it just strictly beer, or would it be common to see someone? With a red wine or tequila or... I mean, if you're old as fuck and you might be <laughs> at the long room drinking a nice glass of red, that makes sense. But around the bull ring and the bars are out in, in the MCG. It's Bay all 13, around that. I mean, you're, all, you're just smashing beer. It's kind of the thing to do. But I'm sure there's people drinking, you know, vodka and sodas. There's all the... They've got the art, like the, all those RTDs, the... Smirnoff cans and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. Generally beer. And Both, yeah, the yeah. MCC will have, and they have. I think in the even in the outer they serve. It's a little plastic cup of red or white wine oh, with a little um like flip like top on it. So you just oh, peel great. the top off it. Oh, that's like great. A, it's almost like, oh, a like a plain, juice, like a orange juice. Funny. Peel the top off it and have your red. It's yeah. weird. So, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like this one game is the one to go to. Annoying. <sighs> Who would you see? Can I? Well, to the yes. well for 3D, the, Dill, the 3D Dill <clears throat> wanted to go to Geelong twice. I wanted like to go to Geelong. To Geelong. Cause, cause, to Geelong. Yes. To see the games. When I when I look at myself at five years in the future, I could see myself living in Geelong. Oh, just mate. like how just you, like you how Josh never, sees no, himself living in Stanley <laughs> in, in Tasmania. You're going to be ISDN. <laughs> yeah, sure. Geelong. I just, I'll have people around me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, it's, it's a tough time of year because we're getting to the end, to the pointy end. So, mm-hmm. so tough time as in... Harder to get tickets? No, just fewer games to choose from. Okay. Yeah. Um, and especially at the MCG because they start to – we're coming into finals time, so the MCG is going to be prime real estate. So they don't, they don't want to have too many games there coming up to the end of the season to make sure the, the ground is still in good condition. For what? For the finals. The final. Grand final. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> really? So they're actually – they dial it back so that they can get it all looking good. Yeah. That's interesting. If you can get tickets to it, and you should be able to because it's Brisbane, but Richmond, Brisbane – on the 25th, mm-hmm. that's the last game mm, of, the, a of the season. That's a Sunday. If that's we, a we, were, we were hoping for an evening. Is that during the day? That's during the. That's a 3.20, so mm-hmm. it'll go into the night. It's a good game. That's uh, a good – That'd be a great Sunday's game. Sunday's a good vibe. Yeah, Sunday's if we leave – Yeah, if we leave and it's dark, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. The, the game, like the fourth, mid-third quarter, fourth quarter, will be in the dark. They'll have to mm-hmm. turn the lights on. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, and then we might just usher him across to that Laurent. establishment on Punt Road. 
Which one? Sure. Mm. Yes. There's a few of them. No, which one? Yeah. (laughs) Is the entertainment? Is there entertainment there? Yeah, the one with entertainment. Schnitz and tits, is it that one? Oh, I don't know if they do that. I'm sure they probably offer that. I don't know if if there's any food. (laughs) (laughs) Schnitz. Yeah, Tommy spends all of his time saying, it's not snits, it's schnitz. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Aren't they snitz? No, what's their branding? Schnitz is it eight? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, Okay, well, let's transition this conversation out of sport into the monetization mm-hmm. arena. Um, I just got a message, Jeff Jowett. He's already on to it. <clears throat> what I love about <laughs> Jeff is we, we have these sort of flurries of, of conversation and mm-hmm. engagement and then it goes quiet. And then I might message him and then we just jump on, but Jeff sort of comes at it with the energy <laughs> as he did for a podcast. Mm. And so, like uh, you know, th- um, th- yeah, last night he was messaging just telling me he's going home, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so we're texting and then he's texted me this morning and he's done the intro. I see he's done this a bunch of times. Text message, but I see like this unknown number attached to it mm-hmm. as well. So it's like, oh, okay, I'm, get, I'm in a group message here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do group messages. No, no, but I think I think it does, especially when it's a number you don't know, it causes you to go, what's yeah. this about? Is it a blue, like is it an iMessage or is it a... Well, no, it just says Jeff and plus 61401, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So anyway, clicked on it. Jeff's fucking on the bandwagon. Oh, really? Tommy, meet Carlo. Tommy, Hi, Carlo. Ha- Tommy has a podcast in Melbourne. Carlo has food for fitness. Good, good for you going to Melbourne, mm-hmm. he's saying to Carlo. Carlo has the food business that does the pre-prepared meals. A lot of bodybuilders are getting around this. Mm-hmm. A lot of bodybuilders are, you know, taking the cooking equation, cooking out of the equation. Just means that they can hit those macros, micros, and they know exactly what they're having. More time for lifting. <laughs> I There's a running joke because when I lived in Bondi. Who's um, a running joke with? Jules Lund. Okay. So Jules Lund lived in Bondi. He lives behind me. I was in a nice little one-bedroom apartment, size of a shoebox. He was in a nice, mm-hmm. great big house, thanks to SCA. <laughs> he was on the radio and they'd, you know, mm-hmm. funded this house for him to live in. So it was amazing. We spent a lot of time there. And it was a great period where... Did you organise your house to be close to his as a way of potentially <clears throat> leveraging? No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Like okay. I knew Jules was living there and I was moving up there and we... You're trying to find anywhere to live in Bondi. If you think it's hard to get a place in Melbourne mm. with 20 people going to an, uh, an inspection, it's well, when they're triple, putting it out for- it's triple that in Bondi. It is, it's crazy. it's so crazy. And so we got this great place, awesome little spot for Amy and I. It's like 490 bucks a week, which for Fucking a tiny cheap one, for Bondi though. It was. I think it wouldn't be. It'd be 550, 600 now. Anyway, it was perfect location. And Jules Lund um, hadn't even started Tribe yet. He was thinking about it. And that's when I lived there. I filmed the um, first, you know, um, pitch video for investors for the idea of Tribe. And amazing. So we connected heaps and we were spending a lot of time together. Uh, I was annoying him. <laughs> that's exactly what was going on. But he was trying to get fit and he was paying to get these meals delivered, these frozen meals. And, I mean, he just always offered one when I went. But it just became <laughs> this joke that I was just eating these frozen meals nonstop. Which is something, like, I can definitely imagine that. Well, they're <laughs> handy, man. I mean, when you, you – I'm not knocking back meatballs and um, mash. I wish there was something peas. healthy. When I was working at radio, Hamish and Andy had mentioned – that they loved the Snickers and Mars bar ice cream. Oh, my God. I ate so many of those in and that freezer. So they had the whole freezer, like a commercial-grade yeah. freezer 
And so you'd be fucking double parked with a couple of Snickers ice creams oh, yeah. each afternoon. That was so dangerous. That probably put on 10, 15 kilos around. Them. No, probably each, 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 <laughs> each person. Each, I had so many of those. Um, but these are healthy. Like if you were to stick at just eating these kind of meals, mm. every meal, say three meals a day. So that's breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. Or even just you did your breakfast and you got the consistency. Like this shit works. As Jeff said, it's about... You know, it's the old school Weight Watchers approach, mm-hmm. right? It's that, I mean, you've lost a bunch of weight doing it. Do it's you know like calories re- in, calories out. Rebranded. What, what are they? WW. WW. Weight, okay, yeah. d- weight Watchers, yeah. Yeah, that's what, like, so their website is www.com. Far out. I wonder sounds, what they paid for that. Yeah. I mean, it's. That'd be $100,000. Like how many? <laughs> oh, no, there's be more, more than that, yeah. Or every three letter, two letter domain is taken. Can you work out what the what they paid for <laughs> WU right there? Chili. Yeah, great. It's called Was it, is it Yum? Mike. Is it Yum? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Uh, can you yeah, can you look up the WW and see if you can find out the cost of that domain name? It's an I7. But that yeah, they've been doing a whole it sounded so weird on the TV because mm. they're like doing ads. Mm. And I think it's um Sam Armitage maybe. Oh yeah. And she keeps talking it. about it like, oh yeah, with WW. I actually think I know you, you, you don't like cooking. You like eating out. You like Uber Eats. You like um, yummy food. I'm sort of food. dialing back the Uber Eats, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So, but then I think something like these meals. Mm. One thing you, you can't be is that fussy. Mm. It's it's about the goal. It's about seeing them as energy mm-hmm. in, energy out. But I think some of the companies are doing them really well. These the company that Jules was doing it through. They were kind of yum. To be honest, I paid a lot of money for. One called Dynamic. Dynamic. I think it's actually like an ex-footy player that oh, yeah. uh, made them. Annoyingly, this happened twice. They, you would have like soup satchels. <laughs> and so you'd put them in the microwave and turn it on. But annoyingly, when... Uh, you're right, no, 97 has literally walked away from his... D- oh. Okay, we're hearing, we're hearing coughing. It's Dan, a serious can you, hiccup situation. Can you give us a, yeah, you give us a news report? Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, serious hiccup situation. He might... It was a spit. Just I just hear, heard... Did hear a spit. Was that a vomit? No. Okay. No, I don't think we're at that. I don't think we're at uh, DEFCON vomit yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all happening. I think I think we should be okay. Yeah. But no, I um, the dynamic stuff, mm. the pouches... The problem is when you put it in the microwave, I'd have it upright, turn it on, and when it would unfreeze, the fucking thing would fall over and the soup would go everywhere in the microwave. Yeah. I wonder if What am I doing wrong? You probably needed to cut cut it out of its packet. Which is it could just be bad design, right? These companies are all just yeah, trying trying to work it out. And and are sometimes, you okay, they, sometimes they stuff yeah. it up. What yeah, was it? Good. What happened? Uh, chili. It's still in my mouth. Can you just sniff on my face? <laughs> you don't like chili at all. No, this is this is I don't know what that was. It was face real is hot. So, red. so hot. That's awesome. That's okay. Is it Kelly? You'll be all right. <laughs> Was it Kelly? Kelly? Yeah. Kelly 100%. got it. Kelly got it. Uh, so the um, uh, monetization. Mm. Trying to work out how to make cash from the show. <laughs> Spending a lot of time here, guys. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of uh, Mexican food to pay for. Something that um, Jeff Jowett said yesterday off air, <laughs> which really resonated with, with you, was you guys aren't grubs. I mean, you could be a grub right now eating this food. No, I think it's fine. He'll get grubby. He's like, guys, the thing is you're not grubs. Yeah. Call up people. Ask them. I was like, well, something about like, yeah, I'm not a fucking grub. <laughs> like, we're just trying to like 
Just a couple of blokes, a couple just of stragglers, a couple of gronks trying to make a living, trying yeah. to do do this show and have a bit of fun. Yeah, not grubs. <laughs> and so anyway, then uh, just talking about different ways that we could potentially monetize. Mm. And um, I, it's funny what those simple things like a, a saying you're a grub or you're not a grub, how these little things resonate mm. and why why things connect at a certain point in time. On your journey, because you could, someone could say that months ago, and there's nothing, there's nothing profound about it. But mm-hmm. it, but you can find it's not profinity. That's not a word. You can find something profound in a moment just because of where everything is yeah. aligned. Well, he talks about what process over outcome. Yeah, which I like. But one of the ideas that we had, mm. which I think we were speaking to our mate Rob Ward at Quadlock who they're spending money all the time on marketing and all that sort of thing. They're the guys behind these phone cases. Fuck, I'm giving him a free ad. It's annoying. Um, uh, we'll send you an invoice, Rob. But the, um, they were asking Rob, mate, what do you think the deal is? What should we do? And the initial idea I had, which he didn't like, but I'll bring it up anyway, 365 days a year we're doing the show. Mm. What about if we charge something really lo- like so? People charging thousands and thousands of dollars for advertising on podcasting. What about if we made the barrier to entry lower? Mm. Said three hundred dollars an episode, and we try and book three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah, and you could come up with a million of these ideas, right? And all the advice, Jeff, Craig Harper, all these mm-hmm. people who are doing it have created something amazing. Is you got to make your first buck. You got to crawl before you walk. Yeah, you got to walk it's before like you the, run. Um, uh, Pete Williams in the book. <laughs> or if you deal, just start running two hundred k. Yeah, and just how's it. that going? Good. I'm going to take the day off today and rest my knees. Good. Thanks for the update. Back to what you're saying. No, no, no. I appreciate it. I just was trying to get Josh back on track because he gets very much diverted. No, Pete Williams in the book Cadence. I think he talks about the um. You got to make your uh, first hundred dollars before you make your first thousand dollars before you make your first ten thousand before a million mm. and everyone's like I want to make my ten thousand dollars when in reality we have made a total of zero dollars on this podcast yeah did we pay for this food deal we did indeed we did he said oh, yeah, yeah I, did. I heard didn't yeah no we did I, was, yeah, we I would have been pissed if you took it off them for free <laughs> to be honest a new business support local business um, get behind no, so, people I mean so what what's the um, what's the floor 97 as a producer, what do you think mm. the floor is of charging a lower amount per episode? Um, I guess. Keeping in I mean, mind this is your salary, like we need to work <laughs> out how to pay you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, no, I, I think, I think, I think it does come back to the whole idea of uh, crawling before you walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's. I think you have to do it, but you do risk selling yourself in too low and creating that sort of uh, idea that we, I mean, you got to start We're somewhere. we just a but couple of whores that would do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which, a little bit. If the shoe fits. <laughs> Slipping in. <laughs> yeah. If the shoe pays $300, we will mention them on the show. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I guess you sort of like risk that a little bit. and I think, it, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think also you, this is what Jeff has a, business now doing is challenging people's mm-hmm. thinking. So yeah. if you that is your thinking, what's the opposite thinking? Why why are you looking at what you're doing like that? You well, know, you start somewhere where it's about how do we 
keep this great thing that we've got going, going? How yeah. do you keep that, keep the shop open? Well, we feel comfortable charging a decent chunk of money to do video production. Mm. And that's because we've been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. The the difference is, I guess, that this is a little uncharted territory. So then all of a sudden we say, okay, well, if we're getting to closer to what we love and we can do that, mm. then if we, we can afford to charge less because it's actually moot, like we're still making some money off it. Yeah. I mean, what what was it for you when you were 15? Mm. Uh, fleecing people for money to make videos. No, yeah. but, I mean, you didn't have any experience. You're starting mm-hmm. out. What was it for you? Like I remember my first personal training client, my heart was thumping. Got 30 bucks for the hour. I thought it was amazing. And I had was to start there. I said, yeah, most of the business was cash. Yeah. You know, you make it. It was great. I always had cash in my pocket. But it's, I just remember that time and you got to, it's the starting somewhere mm-hmm. because it informs those Next decisions. Mm. And I think to your point, Mason, you're like, uh, start small. Mm. Oh, oh, how do you go up from that? Or, you know, that's how you're seen. Yeah. What's the alternative? Starting Massive, Uber yeah. high. Or right. I retract what I said. It's three grand an app. Sure. All right. Can you go sell it? <laughs> it's a little bit hard. Yeah. But this yeah. Is a bit hard. This is where you're letting people in on just that initial thinking. Mm. Because... If it's that today, it doesn't have to be that tomorrow. But also I guess we need to flip it to when it's like what is the value that we're giving them? Shit Yeah, we get over 30,000 downloads a month. Mm. That's good. Mm. And so then if we think about that, it's like, okay, well, and we're growing. We're Like we grew fucking 20% last month. Yeah. And so if we think about the growth every single month, I feel like part of it is if we can get people, I mean, is longer term the answer? Is it like, hey, we want to get – Nando's to sponsor us for six months and they give us X amount and it covers 97's wage and mm. like an, our lease or. Mm. I mean, there's multiple ways of skinning a cat. Mm. Where did that saying come from? Who's skinning cats? Please you know what up. I mean? Uh, Dan, what do you, as an external person, what do you think about the whole monetization? Well, it's, it shouldn't be any different to radio. Mm-hmm. What are your ratings? Your ratings dictate how much you charge advertisers to be mentioned on your show yeah. or in, in conjunction with your show. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking 30,000 downloads a month, mm-hmm. that's your ratings. Yeah. So you just figure out what, I, I don't know, it's kind of, I guess it's hard to figure out what, uh, what dollar amount that is mm-hmm. for, you know, a sponsor to jump on board when those are your ratings. But then, like you said, the next month, if they go up 10%, then your mm-hmm. rate goes up 10%. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah, if yeah. they go down, yeah. then you can't charge the, you know, the client the same amount of money the next month if you're not getting as much people listening yeah. and hearing their their ads. So I guess, yeah, the the literally sixty four million dollar question is mm. do you charge sixty four million dollars for it? Yeah. <laughs> or how much how much do you what money, yeah. what amount are you gonna do you put on it? Mm. And you can you know, you can come up with five five sponsorship packages. Mm. One's worth hundred bucks, the number six is worth six hundred dollars. Yeah. And in the middle and whatever, you know, they they've got a you know, the one that costs a hundred dollars, you mention them once during the show. Yeah. Every mm. day. The I think you do, you do during the week, you'll you know, post ad and you're sponsored by Nando's, whatever. So what's our pushback? So part of my pushback is that we've like set up this, but like because we do have real expenses, right? So it's like, you know, the, uh, you know, the lease and all that sort of thing. What do you think of the office, Dan? Do you like Great. it? Yeah. Yep. Money, um, well, money well spent. Thank you. You've got to make money, make money, spend money to make money. Exactly. So now we just need to work out how to do the latter. But but I guess part of it is it's like we've sort of, we have positioned ourselves as a premium product based on like 
we haven't necessarily gone El Cheapo with certain things. Mm. So then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, like if we were to get $300 an episode, just a random amount, it would take uh, two weeks for us to pay off just what we spent in the mic microphone arms. I reckon we would have had to spend 300 bucks just to replace this little thing that you yeah. were so worried about having lost. Can you understand why I was worried? It's just so easy to lose. Yeah, but we could have had it 3D printed. There's a little cap. Anyway, so yeah, I think it's, for a it's interesting. So then it's like, okay, so we've invested our own yeah. money into it and we've been able to do it for 18 months without mm. making a cent. And then I guess it's just if we're thinking about we want to do it for 10 years, all of a sudden – because I guess Jeff was talking about um, his horses. He loves his ho horses. He was talking about that's his hobby. Mm. Feels like this isn't just a hobby for us. This is We want this to be a living and breathing business that can support mm. us. It can support our team. It can pay for everything. I think and it can create great. And also we can reinvest into creating better content. I think you can confuse the hobby thing with it being the thing but if you don't truly want it to be the thing mm -hmm. that you make your money from it's going to probably just result as a hobby mm. if you're just internally not thinking like you've got to be committed to anything you do you've got to be committed to putting everything into it right mm -hmm. and that's what we do for this show I see that the money thing is funded to have fun like mm -hmm. to continue to have fun to continue to do what we do There's, you could change everything but that's not what what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I don't. I think we've built a show where we do what we want to do, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, and it's something I've I even thought about that before this podcast about years and years and years ago about what 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 I would love to do every day when I wake up, and it's pretty close to this. I guess that's part of it. Like the more you move away from the shit you actually want to do, the more you have to charge because it's just based on like yeah, <laughs> it's got to be worth it. I think we take a massive risk doing this and I don't think sometimes – we're talking about delusion yesterday with Jeff. Is mm -hmm. delu Maybe that was with Sam Kavanaugh early in the week, but there is a, there's a necessity of delusion in, in the early stages because yeah. other people probably don't think you can fucking do it. But mm -hmm. if you are delusional enough to think you can do it, there's not much difference between the people who do it and actually make a success of it and what they're thinking in the early days and the person that is over here. And also if you're doing something different as well, like where the we can't really look to anyone else and say, what should we do? Mm. Because what we've built so far, we've ignored fucking heaps of advice. We're, yeah. we're creating our own path. So it would be weird to do that, to be like, oh, like we're going on our own journey and then to be like, okay, now how do we make money? Because mm. it's not going to be aligned. Mum's confused. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Mr. 97's mum's confused. Yeah. 3D Dill's mum, very confused. Very confused, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh, your mum? Yeah, confused. Yeah, confused. Everyone's, everyone's pretty yeah. confused. But I think imagine all the great things in this world that have been created, the confusion around them. The, mm -hmm. A lot of these things that have worked don't make sense for most mm -hmm. people. Not comparing what we've done to going to the moon or anything like that. But Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> However... Pretty I'm Neil close. Armstrong. <laughs> and you're that sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> in Astronauts are super fit. What are the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, they don't have much to do in there when they're in the when they're on the journey. Before they're gonna be their real, heart real rate fit. Lift off. They're like Yeah, I mean you just proved something why you should 80. never 80 is high. 80. No, be lower. Much their lower. Heart rate taken off. 
Yeah, what do you think it would be? High, it's high, high. Oh, hundred. It'd be in, it'd be in the, like Google one, it, please. one thirty. What? Or because they're so, nervous. Oh, hundred percent. No, but think of the force of you going up. The gravity's pushing, pushing you down. Your, your, heart your heart has, has to, to work harder, harder to yeah. move blood throughout your body. See, tell me, so what happens when you finish? But hang on, so hang on, we're, we're confusing a few things. I I'm thought you were just talking anything. about astronauts needing to have a low resting heart rate because you're the fitter you are, the lower your resting heart rate. Mm-hmm. Is. So mm-hmm. I thought you were referring to. Astronauts have low resting heart rates. They do. So yeah, never compare during, yourself to an athlete because your fucking heart rate is one twenty right now with the coffee you've been drinking. With the coffee, definitely my Jesus. eyes are twitching. But the uh, no, but I believe that when they were going up, someone like us, I'm sure I'd be about one eighty, just fucking getting okay, a bit so buzzy. Neil Armstrong, when he was piloting the lander to touch down on the moon, his heart rate was one hundred and fifty. See, that's full on. But what about on the way launch? Up? Uh, launch. Give me a second. Amazing, they have these. Facts to be able to pull yeah. up. He's wearing it's a garment. It's so cool. Right? How, do you reckon he added it, it on Space Strava? I, Buzz Aldrin. Buzz one, Aldrin, yeah. He punched a guy in the head. Did you hear about this? Recently. Uh, yeah, some guy that was denying the moon landing. Maybe it was Neil or Buzz. One of them just fucking cracked the guy. Oh, great. Don't be an arsehole moon landing denier. I mean, I've said it before, but it seems to have happened. I was questioning it. I mean, why would he throw a punch if it didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, Unless true. he didn't want to get out. True, true. Uh, so do true. any details <laughs> nice test before we go? Nah, I can't find on the actual launch. That's Dan, right. did you hear this, uh, this? Yeah, I saw the um, the Apollo 11 doco uh-huh. recently. And yeah, in, in it they were saying, because it, it's recorded, and they were saying when they were on their way, I think Neil had the highest and it was something like 1.5. 1.5, okay. The other guys had something like 90s. So I think because they were just super fit. And, and I guess for them it was just they'd done the training. It was not. As stressful as it would be for you and I jumping in a rocket, so yeah. crazy think, that think, they they had a lower resting heart rate than the day Mason went on his first date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it says one ten here. So. Yeah, you're you're at one twenty. Sure. Yeah, to do all the breathing techniques and all that sort of thing. Anyway, did uh, the eagle land that night? <laughs> yeah, did the eagle land? Definitely not. No, have, no you, have you seen one of the um, <laughs> yeah, those ship landings down into the water? <laughs> Splash landing. Ejected out. It was the challenger. Wasn't the challenger the one that blew up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, that, it's, yeah. That, it's that. Never been seen again on the dating scene. Anyhow, uh, if you want to support us, if you want to, I don't know. Just yeah, maybe, if you've maybe got you more clarity, biz- maybe you're a fucking marketing director, got a few extra mm. fucking bit of dosh to spend. Mm. Support you, the boys yeah. funding the fun. But we'll also like uh, push your product and we'll be very effective. The Gronks uh, tend to uh, spend, I guess, maybe. Mate, Gronk spend. It's a trait of a Gronk. Yeah, I think so. Spend, yeah, spend, Yeah, they're spend. a bit f- frivolous. <laughs> Gronks buy dumb shit. You know what I mean? And so... Um, to be honest, I have to get back to Craig Harper. You messaged me last night. One sentence. What is a Gronk? Question mark. Really? It's, it's taking him that long. <laughs> it's catching on, guys. Craig, you're a Gronk for sending it. You're it's a Gronk. A, it's a Daily Talk Show. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, feel free to... Uh, Screen grab if you're listening mm. to the show. Extra points if you screen grab uh, your heart rate. If you're <laughs> on a run right now and you're listening to the show, take a screen grab. You have to have a watch or something. Yeah. Like I you don't have, have, have the something technology. to measure your heart rate. So what? What is that? A How, Fitbit, a Garmin, a and Fitbit, yeah. an Apple Watch. We don't speak Garmin. of Fitbit around here, mate. Oh yeah, you say no. My my brother and I had a falling out about Fitbit stock. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. That's hey, his brother lost. Yeah, Fitbit stock. I mean, Fitbit stock is uh, <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah it is. but I said it years ago. And anyway, long story. Uh, it's a daily talk show. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. See for you weekend guys. banter.